On today's episode of Locked on Lightning, we're focusing on the Lightning's loss up in Detroit. We'll talk about what went wrong and the aftermath of all of that coming up on today's episode. But first, let's play that music. Your Locked on Lightning, your daily podcast on the Tampa Bay Lightning. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Adam Danker. This episode of Locked On Lightning is brought to you by Sleeper. Download the Sleeper app. Use that promo code Locked On NHL to get up to $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. On today's episode of Locked On Lightning, we're re-examining that loss from Saturday night as the Lightning lost the close one up in Detroit. What went wrong? As we all know by now, a lot of things went wrong this past weekend on that two-game road trip as the Lightning ended up losing on on Sunday as well in an ugly one up in Ottawa. We're not going to talk about that on this episode. Tune in to tomorrow's episode as we will focus on that game. But first, if you haven't already done so, please go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. Give us a follow wherever podcasts are distributed in audio form we are also available on youtube go ahead and subscribe to the channel also follow us on our social media pages lo underscore lightning on twitter as well as lockdown underscore lightning on instagram we love hearing from all of you uh we love the the back and forth that all of you have been giving us throughout the summer and as well as uh, through the start of the early season. So, lightning fall up in Detroit, 6-4. to four. Don't know if you want to count that that last goal that resulted in the sixth goal for the for the Red Wings as really, I don't know. I, I mean, that was like a buzzer beater, whatever, whatever the case may be. I mean, it is what it is. It's on the stat sheet. And if you look at the stat sheet, speaking of, you you without looking at the score first, you would kind of figure, okay, the Lightning did what they needed to do in this game. Uh, looking past shots on goal, we'll get to that in just a little bit. But face-off percentage, power play, success, penalty minutes, hits. Um, it, it For the most part, the Lightning checked off all the boxes in this one. And then you go period by period with the scoring. Uh, tied it up going into the first intermission. Pretty, The game was in reach going into the second intermission, going into the third period. And for the most part, it was a tight one. I mean, this was a game in which I think that really we could all agree that the Lightning just didn't have it. They just, as a team, just things were not really clicking for them to where they could get to that next level. Uh, kind of looking back, I mean, if you're really going to compare it, compare it to opening night against Nashville, I said it right afterwards that um, as good as a, of a game that was against Nashville, you got to take it with a grain of salt. Nashville kind of being what they are right now, very early in the season. Uh, and then you're, kind of jumping right into the gauntlet right away with three very good divisional foes. And I said it going into this game that 
the lightning were going to be tested early on. Win or lose, I think as long as the lightning, especially going into Detroit where the lightning have struggled in years past. You know, last year they came out 50-50 against the the Red Wings, which is good. Uh, that's the best you could really hope for against these this Red Wings team, and as well as you know the Sunday game against Ottawa. Uh, it, it's no secret to anybody that's been watching this game for, I mean, watching this team for the last couple of seasons, where Tampa with even though with the success that they have had, whether it be in the year that they won the Stanley Cups uh, or even the year they went back to the Stanley Cup final against Colorado, they they have struggled. They have struggled immensely against these lower, almost, I, I really don't want to call them lower tier because they held their own against Tampa Bay. I mean, they're lower tier in the sense that obviously they finished towards the bottom of the division where the Lightning have been in the top three, top two, uh, pretty much every year uh, going back over the last four seasons. And, but but really what it comes down to it is that the Red Wings especially, they have been tough. They, they've really just done a very good job of disrupting whatever it is the Lightning have planned on any given night against them, whether it be in Detroit, whether it be up in Toronto, uh, Tampa Bay, and I said going into this matchup, they're only that, and I've said it pretty much every year, for the most part, especially last year, because I think we could all agree that Detroit, for the most part, looked like they were really starting to take a big step forward, and I said that you know the Lightning could only continue to get better, because when you look at this Detroit Red Wings team, not only are they young. Not only are they hungry, they're getting better every year. And they got very good this offseason. Not only that they got older, they got more experience, but they got bigger just in terms of size. You saw it in this game, especially early on, very physical. Uh, the Lightning did a good job for the most part of weathering the storm early on keeping up with them in the scoring column as well. I thought that Jonas Johansson did a very good job of weathering the storm in a lot of flurries that we saw, a lot of sequences where the Red Wings were just overwhelming the Lightning, were doing a very good job of forcing turnovers, playing a 200-foot game, and Johansson was clutch in those situations. A um, couple of weird goals here and there went the Red Wings way. Really, when I look at this game, and we'll talk more about Johansson uh, in the second segment, but I, I, I think that this is definitely one of the games, and I spoke about it, I think even going into the home opener, that we are going to have our moments where games are – and it's an it's an unfair comparison that all Lightning fans and all hockey fans will be making, but there will be games, probably a good majority of them, where the Lightning will have lost them, and we will look back on those losses and say, you know, who knows if '88's in that, what kind of result we would have had, possibly different. Um, one can't help but wonder. 
Um, but at the same time, there was a lot of saves that I thought were made that regardless of who you have in that, really, those were very good saves. Um, as for the rest of this team, I thought some guys really kind of showed up late to this one. I thought some guys really showed up early to this one, especially Steven Stamkos. Uh, Stamkos really impressed me in this one. Uh, uh, scored two. He he really was all over the place, and that was something that I've really emphasized throughout the course of the summer, that, <clears throat> that if he wants to stay on this team, if he wants to show that he's worth the money that he is definitely asking, which I would assume is probably around at least six and a half AAV, I think that he's going to have to be a little bit more dynamic in his game. And he was, he was all over the place. I mean, I, this was probably the most satisfied of a, of a performance that I've seen from Stamkos that has not included a, a hat trick uh, throughout the course of this show's lifetime. The only games where I've really seen outside of that, that, incredible goal in the 2020 Stanley Cup final. There's been very few games from Stamkos where I have really been very impressed that have not been hat-tricks. And this was a game, like I said, that I was very impressed from his play that, like I said, he was all over the place. He was down in front. He was on the wing. Uh, the guy was really the driving force behind this team tonight. Two goals and a point. I mean, two goals and an assist. With, with a plus minus of plus one. So the guy was really the top player for this team tonight. Uh, even though it's a loss, if we're doing our stars of the game uh, for the Lightning side, which we will not post, we're only going to post that uh, going forward if, if the Lightning do win. But I would have to say he was definitely the first star of the night for the Lightning. Um, and then on to the other side, the the guy that really kind of showed up late for me and kind of was pretty much a non-factor in this one was Nikita Kucherov. Yeah, he had two points in this, um, but he only had two shots. His plus minus was in the negatives, and I will continue to state it and and talk about it and talk about it until it's a, a nightly occurrence. He's got to be better. He's got to do more for this team on a nightly basis, and and I know that you might be saying to yourselves, like, listen, there's X amount of other players on this team. You know, it's not the Tampa Bay Kucherovs. And I get that. And I'm totally understandable of that. But you didn't really quite just, you didn't really quite see the, the, the effect or really the Kucherov effect where he's kind of all over the place and he's kind of showing that, that, that really aggressiveness whether it be in just being all over the place or just shooting shots, we didn't see that really till the third period. And that's not something that's a good recipe for this team. You know, even though, yeah, you roll out four lines out there forwards, really at the end of the night, 86 needs to be really the driving force. He needs to set the tone and he just really didn't do that. You know, like I said, he had two points that night. That was great. He contributed, but Two shots on goal isn't going to cut it. It's not. It's just not going to cut it until point gets going, 
till Hagel really starts to get going. I mean, Hagel had a goal that was fantastic as well. But at the same time, it, you know, I'm not putting the the entire game on Kucherov. But at the same time, like I said, this team relies on him to to really get things going. And we just didn't see that, you know, at the same time, this team did play very well offensively. They had four goals, so they were doing something right. You also had Victor Hedman scored his first goal of the year on a power play goal. Um, that exact shot, that exact play, that is what we need to see more of from him. And he's he's one of the better defensemen in the league that is able to do that, that is not named Cal McCarr or Mo Sider or Quinn Hughes. And, you know, we could go down the list of very good offensive defensemen. But um, Victor Hedman, when he wants to be aggressive and when he wants to shoot a lot, uh, you're going to get a lot more of that. He had three points. And that's – I'm not going to say it's going to be that exact stat line on a nightly basis, but if we could get something close to that along with three shots, I'm fine with it. I think Victor Hedman's playing well as as long as you kind of see something in that ballpark. So let me know in the comments below on our YouTube page what you thought of that loss. I got a lot of flack on the preview episode um, saying I jinxed the team, which, you know, it was funny. I know it's all good and fun and, you know, it, we, I feel like a lot of lightning fans, you know, as optimistic as they were, we're kind of just kind of knew that something like this was going to happen. And, and, you know, we'll talk more about this road trip uh, on tomorrow's episode when we talk about Ottawa and then we preview the Buffalo game as well. But coming up, we'll be talking about Jonas Johansson's uh, performance, how he's looked through the first two games of the season. And, uh, you know, is it realistic expectations at this point of what to expect going forward from him? Or are we going to kind of kind of see a drop off or even a pickup as the season progresses? So we'll we'll talk about Johansson in just a little bit. But first, I'm going to talk about our sponsors today. And that is our friends over at the Sleeper app. If you haven't heard about the Sleeper app, then sit down and listen up. Listen, the Sleeper app is super easy to use. It's one of the best daily pick'em apps out there for hockey. I use it for not only hockey, but I use it for football as well. So, and and right now for new users, they're matching a hundred dollars on your first deposit. Now, let me lay out a little scenario for you so you kind of get a little bit more of an idea what this app is all about. Steven Stamco scores a hat trick. The Lightning win the Stanley Cup. And if you want to win 100 times your money, play Daily Fantasy Hockey on the Sleeper app. These are all possible scenarios for the season. But to have a chance at winning big, you need to play Daily Fantasy Hockey on Sleeper as the official Daily Fantasy app of the Locked On NHL Network. Sleeper is our top choice for Daily Fantasy Sports, especially Daily Fantasy Hockey with Sleeper. You can win 100 times your cash in Daily Fantasy Contests. So use the promo code locked on NHL and you'll get up to $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's locked on NHL. See sleepers, terms of use for details. So as always, I want to thank everybody for making us your first listen of the day. And if you haven't already done so, please go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. We are available 
wherever podcasts are distributed in audio form. And we're also available on YouTube. And go ahead and follow us on Twitter, uh, slash X, uh, whatever you want to call it, LO underscore lightning on there. And then locked on underscore lightning on Instagram. We're posting daily content. So you definitely don't want to miss out on that. So the other night, the first two games of the season as well. But the other night, I thought Jonas Johansson did a very good job. 34 of, uh, he, he saved 36 of 41 shots. Um, for the most part, I thought he looked solid. I think there was probably one goal that was pretty nasty that I just didn't really like that he let in. It was, uh, I don't remember which goal it was, but it was a shot that was that was on his blocker side uh, between his legs that you could tell by the body language that it was just, it was just not a good goal. Um, and it's definitely one of those goals that you are definitely disappointed to see him let in, especially when he was making some fantastic saves out there. And in a crazy game like this, especially against a division rival, a tough division rival who's going to go out there and really hit you on the chin from the opening puck, puck drop. I thought he did a fantastic job out there. And that's not to say that the, the team let him down. I mean, if you look at those goals, you have one wacky bounce after another on those. You you have another um, where there was, a, there was another one where it went through traffic and it, I think it was – you know, on the replay to me, they said on the stat sheet that it was deflected off one player, but I, I it looked like there was two to, two Red Wings players in front of him. And, and, you know, I don't even think Vasilevsky really would have a, have had a shot of saving that. You know, as we know, Vasilevsky is just very good at just making incredible saves. And on his best day, he's just nearly just unbeatable. And... But but with Johansson, I, I think that maybe the lower expectations are also maybe why, at least to me, I think he's did he's done a phenomenal job through these first two games. And you know, having said that, you got to keep an emphasis on that phrase, first two games, because it really has been just two games for him thus far. Um, there's going to be more games. There's going to be better teams that he is going to face. And but I have to say, you know with everything that is surrounding him and all the talk as well as, you know, the fanfare, because face it, I I've said it uh, to begin the season. Not only is he trying to settle the team down and steer the ship in the right direction while the team's franchise goaltender is out for two months, there's a lot of fanfare around it. I, I think a lot of people, whether it be opposing fans or just NHL fans in general are looking at this and, and very curiously trying to see, you know, how fall, how, how far, if, if at all, can the lightning sink in the absence of Vasilevsky? You know, I've, I said going into this season, you know, if we could come back in December with Vasilevsky, and the team is 500. I think that's a that's a win right there. I think as long as they're within a handful of points out of that third spot in the division, and I still truly mean that because if you look 
at the rest of the division and and what I have stated thus far with how Detroit's played, how we know Ottawa, uh, the the really just the the butt kicking that that we saw from from Ottawa on Sunday and Buffalo coming up on Tuesday. Um, it's going to be tough. And then that is not even mentioning Toronto. And and I'm not even entirely sure what Boston's going to be like. Um, I haven't even looked at Boston. I know they're going to be tough. I, I know, you know, those games, as we all know, with the rest of the division, it, it it's tough out there this year. And now you're adding that extra variable of not having your top guy in net. And it's a lot for a guy who's filling those shoes to, to, to really deal with. And it seems as though, you know, like I said, I wasn't really going to talk about the Ottawa game, but I kind of just want to throw a little sneak peek in there. But I know it was one game from Tompkins, but that was just, that was just not a good performance. I'm sorry. And, and I know there's a lot more to it than just him and Ned. I know it's the players in front and, how well Ottawa played as well. I mean, there's, like I said, there's a lot of things that go into that. But at the same time, we saw the Red Wings really take it to the Lightning, especially early on, especially in that first period. Uh, and even late, I thought Johansson really kept the team in it. I mean, you throw in a maybe a less abled body goaltender in that scenario, and, you know, this is easily an 8-4 game instead of a 6-4. Like I said, I'm not really counting that six goal because that I'm not entirely sure that would that went in in time. And even then, you know, empty nets are just they're just cheap goals. But anyway, yeah, I, I just I really like where he's at right now. I think that that's as as good of a start to the season as you could get for a guy at at this point in his career, what he's really not accomplished. I mean, like I said, he's been a career backup, but he has shown moments of brilliance and he has made a lot of tough saves early on. And to be able to like, not be able to get deflated throughout the course of a game, it really shows a lot of maturity. And that's something that the lightning really need from a goaltender right now, as they deal with that void in goal. Uh, like I said, it's it's tough for this guy on the ice, and it's definitely tough for him off the ice because I haven't looked at any comments from him or any sound bites involving him, but I'm sure that he's got the weight of the world on his shoulders, and, and I'm sure he's being asked about it. And if he's not, he's definitely thinking about it to a certain degree. Uh, a lot of these hockey players – you know, they try to be mysterious with how they feel about certain things. But these guys, they're just human beings, just like you and I. And I'm sure this guy, to a certain degree, is, is not right now, but I'm sure it'll weigh on him, that that cloud that is hanging over him. Uh, and that the, the ever-looming shadow of Andre Vasilevsky uh, looming in the background. So uh, we'll keep an eye on him. I have the utmost confidence that he will be perfectly fine as the season progresses um i would expect him to be in net against buffalo uh to round out the uh the the road trip before they head back to amelie uh so let me know in the comments below what you think about that and yeah what how do you feel about his performance thus far throughout the first two games of the season 
So we'll wrap things up in just a little bit. First, I want to talk about our last sponsors of the day. And that is our friends over at eBay Motors. Now, passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back because eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. eBay, Mo eBay Guaranteed Fit, only available to U.S. customers. So wrapping things up on the show, as you all know, we'll be talking about the Ottawa game tomorrow. So tune in for that and make sure to tune in for that by subscribing to our YouTube channel. Uh, you can drop a comment below. Um, people have been asking questions, dropping questions. Uh, we try to answer them when we get a, sh get a chance in episodes. Um, I know there was a listener episode, uh, question, I believe, from the previous video, and I'll, I'll address that. Um, so if you're listening, don't worry, I'll, I'll get to your question tomorrow off the top of the show. So keep an eye out for that. So if you haven't already done so, subscribe to the channel, give us a follow there as well as wherever podcasts are distributed in audio form. And if you're listening to us on an app-based streaming platform, hit that notification button. So as soon as the newest episode drops, you shall be notified as soon as the newest episode drops. Uh, it was published to the page as well. And go to our social media pages, LO underscore lightning on Twitter, as well as lockdown underscore lightning on Instagram. Uh, if you want to hit me up on X, you could hit me up at Danky Dank, D-E-N-K-Y-D-8-N-K. Love hearing from all of you. So, yeah, I, I think that the first two games and, you know, obviously we now know at this time that the Lightning are one and two on the season, losing two uh, two straight over the, the this past weekend. And, yeah, it's not an ideal start to the season, but at the same time, like I said, going into this stretch against three very tough divisional foes. I think it's a good test. I think it's a kind of good test to where that Nashville game, like I said, I as well as the Lightning played, and I was very well encouraged by how well they played. I just wasn't buying it. I needed to see some sort of, of a better test. Uh, Nashville isn't exactly going to give you that, uh, especially at this point in the season. Um, and, and what better way to go against these three young, very hungry teams that are also in your division that are looking to just take you out after you've dumped on them for the last three, four years, uh, probably five years, actually. And I think it's going to force the lightning to make some changes very early on, which I always say that the lightning at certain points in the season, uh, just almost are scared to make changes. and. I feel like playing against these three teams is definitely going to keep them honest, uh, especially with some of the tougher teams coming at the end of the month. So I'm excited, you know, win or lose. I'm excited about these games. There's definitely positives that 
we could take home from every loss uh, from this loss against the Red Wings. It's definitely the Johansson play. It's definitely Stamkos scoring. It's definitely Hedman scoring. Um, and, and it also gives you kind of a sense of what else needs to be done. So looking forward to all of that and looking forward to tomorrow's episode uh, as we re recap that, 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 that game against the Ottawa center. So in the meantime, that's been it for this episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. I'll talk to you in the next one.